You guys, Kara's on vacation again. Oh gosh, I do this all the time. <laughs> we weren't really going to go anywhere. And then all of a sudden, day of, we're like, let's just drive to Destin. Yeah. <laughs> God. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Let's just go to the beach. Some friends of mine went on a cruise and... My friend Joy has the most beautiful house, and her house is basically like a vacation all on its own. And so my is friend Amy, is this the one like, you all decorate with all the crazy Halloween? No, that's stuff? Ashley. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're, me and Amy were like, we're going to go to Joy's house and pretend like we're on vacation. And so her pool isn't closed, and we've been going over there this week while oh, they're out amazing. of town. Yeah. Love that. We're like we're house sitting, but really we're just pretending we're on. We're vacation. just pool. We're sitting by the pool. Yeah, is what we're doing. I'm the whitest white person ever, and I'm like, do I look like I've been on a cruise? And Amy's like, mm-hmm, sure do. <laughs> you sure do. You sure do. My sweet dad. He's like, I talked to him, and he's like, I bet you're getting brown as a biscuit. <laughs> oh, and daddy. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not at all. Sure Thanks. not, dad. <laughs> um, hey, this is the witch's magic murder and mystery podcast. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. And this is the first episode of October. And so I'm reading ghost stories from you guys. Let's get spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get spooky with it. Oh my gosh, Megan. It's your birthday month. That's right. I'm so glad that you said it, not me. (laughs) No, I know. Are you going to do your Halloween movie thing? Are you going to start telling us what you're watching or... Have you put time into that yet? I tried to put something on the Facebook group, like, what's your favorite spooky or non-spooky movie? But maybe I'll just throw that list together and you and I can just throw some stuff on it. Yeah, we could do that. I don't know what I'm doing. I was thinking about this the other day. Everything's so weird this year. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, again, like like we haven't talked about it enough, but life is weird. And I can't decide what to do about anything. Like, I don't even know what I want to do for my birthday this year. I, I almost don't want to do anything for my birthday this year. Kara was asking me, she's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm like, I kind of don't want to. And it's not about getting older. It's not that. No, it's she just, just doesn't want to think about having to do one other thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like my birthday. We've done the same thing for my birthday every year since Lauren was born. Uh-huh. And it feels weird. I don't to not I don't know what to do this year yeah yeah this year's different yeah and I feel like I don't want to do anything for it this year so maybe we won't (laughs) and I don't mean to be sad about it I just don't want to do anything how about after your birthday non-birthday I'll just take you away for a weekend that sounds fine we could do so chaotic with the girls yeah schedules with band that maybe that would be easier yeah yeah um so anyway I'm not sure what I want to do but I'm sure that I will watch <laughs> at least one scary movie soon. Right. It's hard to, for me yeah. to watch scary movies now that I live alone, though. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <Such> a, <laughs> I bet it is. I mean, every Ooh. day in my house is arachnophobia at this point. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm just living it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's read some scary ghost stories. Yes, please. Okay. So I just mentioned this to Kara, but... This very first one, I had to go way back in the inbox to find it. And I don't know. I don't think we've read it, but it's so old that I'm like, did we just accidentally skip this one? So I'm pretty sure we've never read this one on the podcast. But if it's the second time you guys have heard it, I apologize. (laughs) But it's a spooky one. So here we go. Okay. Here we go. Dear Megan and Kara. Hi, this is Rachel. Just kidding. (laughs) This is (laughs) Madeline or Maddie or anything with an M, really. I discovered y'all's podcast a few weeks ago, which at this point, it's been a very long time ago. 
Yes. When I needed something new to listen to. And I've been binging it ever since. I absolutely adore y'all. Y'all two remind me of my best friend and me, and it's just so amazing. Oh. I was born and raised in the wonderfully humid state of Georgia, close to the border of South Carolina. I came from two families that are very spiritually sensitive and even more superstitious, sometimes to a fault. Ooh. My paternal grandmother swore up and down my whole life that I had a guardian angel. When I was three, we were headed to the dam so I could look out over the water, which I love to do. Heaven knows why. I started running toward the rocks on the steep side of the bank, and she ran after me. Oh, gosh. I know. Oh, gosh. That makes me so nervous. She still swears to this day that as soon as we had stepped over the edge, she felt arms wrap around the two of us and set us back on solid ground. (gasps) I know. Now that I'm older and denounced organized religion to follow a pagan path and practicing witchcraft, I've come to find out that the guardian angel she swore I had is actually her youngest sister, Tina, that died in a car accident in 1970. My whole life, I have always felt a strange connection to her without really knowing why. That's so sweet. When I was 11, I saw her apparition in my room after fracturing my ankle while ice skating. (gasps) I feel better knowing that it's her that's looking after me. Well, her and my great-grandmother, Evelyn, but we all called her Anna. We mostly communicate Uh through dreams. I've always had wild, vivid dreams and prophetic dreams quite often and tarot card readings. I have dozens of ghost stories to tell you and could probably keep you in the podcast business for years, but there's one in particular (laughs) I know y'all want to hear. My husband is in the U.S. Army stationed in... Wiesbaden. Wiesbaden. Germany. Uh, uh. He got here just before lockdown March. (laughs) He got here just before lockdown started in March 2020. We got married by proxy in April of 2020. I finally got to Germany in November of 2020. It's important to note that the city of, thank you, Maddie, for making me say it again, Weisbaden, (laughs) 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 but the city that she lives in was Uh firebombed during World War II and burned completely to the ground. Oh, my gosh. When we moved into our apartment building, the energy immediately felt heavy, a feeling that I've come to associate with spirits. I kind of kept this to myself for the first few months, but always felt a presence. Multiple, actually. Oh, wow. One, I named Larry. It felt male and relatively older, like a grandfather. One, I named Constance. It felt female, but I could never place an age. Okay. And then there were others that I could never get a good read on. In January of 2021, I miscarried for the first time after coming home from visiting our family in Georgia. We were both devastated, even though it was very early on. We carried on. I got a job at the gas station on the post, and life went on. The paranormal activity started to increase after my miscarriage. I kept hearing someone walk through the door across the living room to the hallway that led to the bedrooms. I felt someone standing behind me, breathing on my neck, doors randomly opening and shutting themselves. In June of 2021, I miscarried for the second time. Mm. My husband left work to come be with me. I had the next couple days off work, thank goodness. The following Monday, I got off work at 2 and walked home, took the dog out, and then took a shower. When I got out, I heard a baby crying. Oh, my gosh. The apartment that we lived in shared a wall and ceiling that were empty, and our neighbors below did not have children. Oh, my gosh. I immediately called my husband and told him, and he was on his way home, and he told me that it was probably just the stress of the miscarriage. He put me to bed, and we tried not to think about it again, but it shook me to my core. In October of 2021, my mom was having some issues with her heart and asked me to come home, and so I did. 
My husband stayed and took care of our dog and cat and decided to take leave so we could be with our families for Christmas. A few nights before he left to go on leave in early December, he was on Discord with his buddy that lived one street over from us in Germany. They were talking about what game to play next when Joey, my husband, heard a little girl say, Are you there? (gasps) Oh Oh my gosh. Oh no. Brandon, his buddy, heard it too. (gasps) They checked their phones, emails, online messages, everything. No notifications. I've got chills. They both freaked out. So Joey grabbed our cat and led our dog into the office where he was gaming. The office is our spare or back bedroom uh-huh. that shares a wall with the apartment next door, which was still vacant. Oh, my gosh. And he FaceTimed me. <gasps> it was 7 a.m. my time, so I answered. He told me what happened and that he finally believed the apartment was haunted. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, life goes on. Okay. <laughs> Does it, though? Really? <laughs> he goes on leave, and then we come back to Germany in January of 2022. The weekend we get back, we go to a party at our friend's, Chris and Krista's, apartment a few streets over. I'm talking to Krista in the kitchen while holding her one-year-old, and she tells me that she told one of her friends that lives in the same building about my haunted apartment. And her (laughs) friend told her that back in 2003 or 2004, there was a murder on the post. Turns out a guy broke into someone's apartment and killed the woman he was having an affair with (gasps) along with her two young children. And then no. turned the gun on himself, I believe. <gasps> oh, my gosh. The exact details escape me now, but that's essentially the story. They oh can never find gosh. out the exact apartment after combing through records and articles, but we all believe it's my apartment. That whole weekend, I'm sick as a dog. Turns out I was pregnant. We make oh the announcement and gosh. decide to turn that office gaming room into a nursery. And that's that back bedroom where they had, like, you know, heard uh-huh. the little girl and all that. Yeah. Life goes on with the usual spiritual activity with only a few freakouts, mostly when only my husband was home. In September of 2022, my parents came to stay for the birth of my daughter and stayed in the back bedroom. Oh, gosh. My mom is spiritually sensitive like me. I'm so stressed reading this story. (laughs) I know. I am, like, gripping my But now you see, like, why? Like, I had remembered reading this in the email, and, like, I kept saving Uh it, and I had to go back digging through to find it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure we never read this one. Yeah, we for sure have not told this. Okay. So, after my parents left, I I set up the pack and play in the back bedroom and the baby monitor so I could put my daughter in there for naps, and I could still keep an eye on her. An eye on her, not in her. That's weird. Um, (laughs) The baby monitor was the type that connects to an app on your phone and sends you an alert when noise or movement is detected, but doesn't detect temperature. Okay. The baby monitor would not stop going off. Nothing was moving. No shadows. No light changes. Nothing. Not even when I was in or out of the room. After three days, I finally unplugged it and deleted the app. Joey says it probably got damaged in the shipping, but in my heart of hearts, I know it's the ghost of the mother that died. I have vowed that Lennox, my daughter, will never sleep in there. Yeah. We only go into the back bedroom when we need to and mostly just use it for storage now. My daughter often looks off into the distance or looks up at the ceiling and laughs (laughs) or jumps like something scared her for no reason. I still experience the usual stuff, but less frequently now. Oh, my gosh. One more thing that I almost forgot. When I would walk my dog at night, I would see a man in a fedora and trench coat holding a briefcase standing on our street corner, Mm. just waiting. Oddly chilling, right? (laughs) Whoa. I know not all spirits and entities are bad, but if I'm right, and I know in my bones I am, 
I'm not letting my daughter sleep in a room by herself where a multiple homicide and suicide was committed. I frequently smoke and sound cleanse our apartment and even warded it with specialized salt jars that I made myself. Oh my gosh. We have less than two months left and I can't wait to go back home to my usual house ghost who that I've named Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I won't be with him long as we're moving to Virginia in July. Oh. Who knows what ghosts will be there to greet me. Oh my gosh. Your fellow trash witch, Madeline. Trash witch. Oh my I mean, what? Gosh. Just having to live with that. That's what I was going to say. For like, so long. How, when you were saying, like, smoking and cleansing the house, I was going to say, how long do you have to do this for? Like, what is yeah. happening to you? Yeah. Oh and doing gosh. the warding with the, her salt jars was so smart. Yes. Do you still. remember, oh gosh, when the coffee shop was open and I used to go in at like two or three in the morning and like bake and stuff. Do you remember me telling you the story about um like a bloodied looking person like running down the street at me? Yes. And my firefighter friend being like, Kara, that's terrifying. What were they wearing? And me telling them. And they were like, Yeah, that's a person that just like died on scene that we were just at. And I was like, Oh great. Yeah. Excuse me. Great. Why are they coming to talk to me? <laughs> Yeah, that's just so, I don't know why that made me think of that. But This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kara. Megan. I am so bad about knowing exactly the things that I am supposed to do in order to feel better mentally. Oh, yeah. I've read all the books. I make all these lists. Like, I need to exercise. I need to eat better. Go for a walk. Get out in nature. Get up and do all your morning things. You know you feel better when right. you do these things. Yes, I know all of the things to do when I'm in perfect Megan shape. And then I just don't do them. It's the weirdest thing. My brain just gets in its own way. I know what I should do, and but I just, just can't do happen. it. <laughs> but therapy can help you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Whenever I've gone through periods like this, it really helps me to talk things through, either with one of my best friends who sometimes acts as a therapist, <laughs> or I've also gone to therapy and had a therapist who can just sit there and listen and be like, do you hear yourself sometimes? Do you hear what you're saying? <laughs> right. And there's so many times when just talking about it really helps me figure out like, oh, now I understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they can help me figure it out. So if you're thinking about starting therapy... You should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a therapist, and you can also switch with a new therapist at any time. They have thousands of licensed therapists. So make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WMMM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash W-M-M-M. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm -hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh -huh. T-Y-M-O. 
And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh, got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so handy. Right. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm -hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild like curls left over. The wind power on this thing is intense. It's wild. Like I turned it up. I was like, let's play with these buttons. Okay. So it has three magnetic styling attachments. They're all amazing. You know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's going to be so tangled. Not with this one. Nice. And it's magnetic. So it's great. So right now, you guys, our listeners can get 30% off their first order at timobeauty.com. T-Y-M-O beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Summer is the season of hot temperatures, outdoor adventures, and refreshing water activities. Summer is also the season of rough on your feet causing dry, cracked heels and toes. Introducing Babyfoot, the original exfoliation foot peel that contains 16 natural extracts formulated to remove dead skin cells in three easy steps. Apply the booties, relax for an hour, then wash your feet. In 14 days, you've got baby smooth skin and your feet have never been softer. Letting dead skin cells build up over time is hazardous to your foot health. Our professional-grade DIY products, like our original exfoliation foot peel, our men's foot peel, or our moisturizing mask, are some of the best foot care products on the market created with your foot health in mind. Pamper yourself with a spa day from the comfort and convenience of your own home with Babyfoot. If you want a chemical-free, easy-to-use exfoliating process from the company that created the original foot peel, it's time to treat yourself to Babyfoot. Go to babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24 and get 20% off your first order with Babyfoot. That's babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24. Okay, next story. Uh-huh. Hello, lovely ladies. I have been listening for a while. My sister introduced me to you. Oh, what a great sister. Your sister's so smart. <laughs> we are two Kentucky gals, a redhead and a formerly dark-haired girl, now gray, but dyed a gorgeous lilac. Love it. I have shared some in the Facebook group and love that community. However, I wanted to share this story here. My pappy always carried a buckeye for pappy. good luck. I know. Oh. That sounds like my papa. He always had one. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he may have known this tradition then that she's getting ready to tell you about. Okay. Um, He always carried a Buckeye for good luck and passed that tradition on to the ones he loved. He never told us why they're good luck, but there is a Native American tradition, so I bet this is why you're... <gasps> 
Oh, I bet it is. That may have inspired it. In this tradition, a buckeye is carried as a token of friendship. You would swap buckeyes if you shared the feeling of having met before, perhaps in a past life. (gasps) Don't you love that? That gives me chills. That's so sweet. The day of the story, it is rainy and one of those days that would have been easier to stay in bed. But the forest is spectacular in the rain and my sister and I are the only ones on the trail. She tells me she feels as if the woods protect her and keep her safe. I tell her that I feel the most connected to spirit in the nature. The forest answers in the only way that it can. We come to this widening in the trail and to the right of us, there are some deer grazing. They seem Uh unbothered by us. We stand still and soak in the energy of the moment. As we start back on the trail, I look down and see something curious. I pick it up and realize it's a buckeye. I love that (gasps) so much. Uh We take a minute and collect several more. Because Pappy always carried a buckeye, they always seemed like magical objects to me. Right. I know he must have found them in nature, but I had never found one myself. My sister and I are in awe of the gifts the forest gave us, but the magic isn't over. As we begin to walk away from this moment, we hear an owl hoot in the distance. It takes our breath. It is so magical. It hooted the same rhythm as Pappy's whistle. (gasps) Stop. I have no doubt that Pappy is here hiking with us and wants us to know how loved we are. Oh. I know that Pappy and I would have swapped Buckeyes no matter how we met. Isn't that the best story? I just want to cry. I know. And then she said, the story continues. This Memorial weekend, our family went on a cabin trip together. And during the fire pit time, I started asking people about their ghost stories because, of course, I did. (laughs) Right. My dad told me that a week after Pappy died, he was working on the line at the Ford plant where he and Pappy worked along with several other family members. And during his work day, he said that a truck came down the line and laying on the floorboard was a buckeye. Stop. He knew that it was Pappy sending it to him. My mom still has this buckeye. It just feels so magical. Oh, my gosh. And then she says that. Um, Tamara, her sister, and she got Buckeye tattoos together after their experience. <gasps> oh. And she sent pictures of the tattoo and a picture of them together. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. it so much. Oh, it just makes me want to cry. <laughs> I know. I thought that was just the sweetest. Like, I love. That's so I just sweet. love those kind of stories. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, now I need to go tell my mom. I mean, she'll be excited to listen to this episode, but I need to go tell my mom all about Pepal. I know. I really love that. But I bet the Native American tie, like, I totally bet that's why your Pepal I did. bet it is. Oh, so cute. Okay. Here's one from Rachel, an actual Rachel. That's truly oh, her name. Okay. I think. <laughs> Unless she was just saying that. I have two stories I'd like to share with you. One about the house I grew up in, and the other is my only eyewitness experience of paranormal phenomena. Oh. I think she, I think this is one that we just got the other day. Okay. My brother and I grew up in the same house my mother did in Cincinnati. I'd always been nervous at the basement in the dark. Me too. Mm-hmm. You guys, my basement is the worst place ever. Oh, scary. scary! And scary. I would rush up the steps and avoid looking down at the bottom as I turned out the lights. Me too. Mm-hmm. Even as I grew into my 20s. Girl, I'm in my 40s. Anyway. When I was younger and would have friends over to slumber parties, people were very picky not to sleep by the toy closet or the pantry door. (laughs) Oh, okay. Pretty typical stuff. But I think as an adult, my interest in the history of places and the unexplained had grown to a point I'd start to wonder. Mm -hmm. This is part of what prompted me to ask my mom about it. If anybody would tell me the house was normal, she would. And any information (laughs) on the history of the house would be taken by her, I figured, as just history. 
When I was in college and I was home from school, I finally asked my mom if she knew of any stories or history of the house, if anyone had died there that she knew of, etc. My mother is a square, type A personality, in control, a children's daycare provider, a retired NICU nurse, common sense-based with a strong faith and involvement at her Lutheran church. So I was very surprised when she actually answered me with a story I didn't expect. She sat down, sighed, and began to tell me something she seemed to decide I was finally old enough to hear. And since (gasps) I'd asked her straight, she didn't want to avoid it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. What? I'm a year and a half younger than my brother, and she began the story when I was almost a year old, but still an infant. She told me she wasn't surprised at first when my older brother began coming into her room at night, complaining of dreams or just crying, wanting to be with her. He was two to three years old during this span of time, and she was well-versed in children's development and normal responses. Basically, she wasn't surprised if he started acting out or differently with the arrival of a new sibling. Right. One thing became a commonly repeated theme after a time. My brother began consistently suffering from sleep deprivation and coming to my mother in the night, repeatedly telling her, they won't let me sleep. They want to play the ones in the closet. Oh, Ah. The ones in the closet. The that ones is the in most, the closet. If I'd my like, okay, three-year-old honey, said that, I'd be like, "I'm burning the house down. Get your favorite things. Let's go." Oh. No, don't even get your favorite things because they get attached to it. So sorry, no. kiddo. We've got to go. It got to the point she became legitimately concerned and had to rule out behavioral or medical reasons. If he was left in the room, the closet disturbed him more than any. There's monsters in the closet ever would. My mother became so concerned, she went so far as to go to our pastor at church to ask for advice. She told me our pastor and she prayed over some oil to sanctify it, and he had her go to our home and anoint all the windows, doors, and mirror ways. He basically conveyed that her faith combined with her love as a mother and the divine's love would create protection for her home. I seriously did not believe her when she told me this and thought she was pulling my leg because she knows I believe these things. She told me to go ahead and look for myself if I didn't believe her. (gasps) When she told me this, goosebumps covered my skin and I ran to check for the oil crosses and I was chilled to see that they were still there. (gasps) She still lives there and to this day, on the few spots they haven't paid it over, you can still see the shining of the blessed oil my mother prayed over above the passageways. She told me she never spoke to my brother about all this, but after she anointed the house, my brother stopped coming to her room, desperately complaining of voices in the closet. More just normal kid stuff, and everything has been normal for the most part since. Okay, before we go to the next thing, I just want to take a moment. This is that thing I love where religion and the thing that people are like, that's witchcraft, uh-huh. cross over. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's a spell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can't call it that because that's religion. And some people cannot handle right. the crossover. Yes. But it's like, I mean, if people would just get out of your head about it and just be like, let's just look at what works. Yeah. And not get worried about the language of it. Because right. the language is what divides people. This is yeah. what I mean when I think people get in the way and they use religion to divide people. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, let's just let's just look at what works. Right. That worked. Yeah, it That's worked. a spell. And it did and what you can it call it religion or you can call it witchcraft. You can call it whatever you want to, but it worked. Yeah. Who cares what it's called? Who cares? It did its job. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Drives me crazy. Okay. Yeah. Next story from Rachel. Um, Same email. I worked for a pet store company for a few years, three at one location and four at another in the same town. 
I remember hearing stories about one of our locations being haunted, but had forgotten about it before I transferred. One of the pet stores is haunted? Anywhere can be haunted, Kara. I know, but I'm just thinking Cujo. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so guess which location I transferred to. Oh, no, which one? The haunted one. I remember hearing it was haunted shortly after I transferred. I was closing with one other person in our grooming salon that night, and we were both facing away from the salon entry door and the grooming area entry door from the waiting room, working on our last dog's haircuts. The door between the waiting area and our work area is a one-way swinging door, and even with a Great Dane or Mastiff running at it full force, it's difficult to make it swing and hit the desk, which is part of the design. When someone comes in the front door from the store, the pressure in the salon changes. The tile ceiling makes a noise, and the door to the back bathing area moves from the changes in the air pressure. We know because we watch when we work in the back to see if someone enters. My coworker and I are quietly grooming when all of a sudden, slam, slam, slam. After the first slam, I turn around to watch with my own eyes as the swinging dog door continues to slam into the desk two more times. What? (laughs) Fully closing and opening each time. Oh, I turned to my coworker and asked, what just happened? What was that? She just shrugged and told me weird stuff like that happened there sometimes. Toothbrushes being thrown at people cleaning alone in the back. Towels being thrown around when you're alone. Kennel doors slamming without a reason. (gasps) Water getting turned off and on when no one's there. They even had to check the footage one night when the front glass doors were broken from (gasps) a supposed break-in, but they just shattered on their own. Oh my gosh. And she's just like, mm, this stuff just happens this sometimes. This is just here. I just keep this job because it's fun. That's when I remembered hearing about this location before I transferred. The story was so much more distant then. Her name has changed because some people still are associated with the place, but I'll call her Shelly. She worked at the vet clinic in our store, which was closed two hours before our salon. An old worker came in to visit and several of our new coworkers were excited to see them. They'd worked with them before they left, and that person was closing the night they saw the vet clinic's lights left on. That old worker found Shelly after she had put herself to sleep in the vet clinic. Oh. She'd had two dogs. Both were adopted after her death by a store worker who usually closed. Her dogs were groomed by the woman I was working with the night the door slammed. It seemed like Shelly killed herself but stuck around to watch over her dogs at the old pet (gasps) store. And once both her dogs passed on, the towels and toothbrushes stopped flying. (gasps) Oh. I hope you enjoyed the stories and have a fun time continuing your podcast. Thanks so much for all the fun and good vibes y'all share. Oh, my gosh. I know. What a sad story. What a sad, sad story. Okay. I'm going to read one more just to end on. I think this is a sweet one. This one is from Mia. Hey gals, I wanted to tell y'all about one of the ghost encounters I had. I have had more than one, but this one is special to me. My sister, Pamela Marie, passed away in 2019, shortly after I found out I was pregnant. My sister's last words to me were, I will always be there for you. Oh, gosh. I found this true when one night I was having one of those real feeling dreams. I woke up with actual marks on me and I started seeing black figures. Oh, no, thank you. I was scared and started burning sage and praying. I kept seeing the figures and waking up with marks. That is until my daughter was born. (gasps) She was born five weeks early, but on my sister's birthday. That night, I was in my hospital alone crying and asked for protection for me and my new baby. 
Then I see this white light literally chasing the black figure out. I felt a huge weight lifted off of me. It was the first night in a long time that I was able to sleep and wake up with no cuts. Oh my gosh. My big sister meant everything to me and I didn't know her that long, but I definitely feel her spirit is still with me through my beautiful daughter, Denise Pamela Marie. How sweet. She named her after her sister. Thank you so much for y'all's amazing work on the podcast and laughs. Love, Mia. Uh, Mia, that's so sweet. I love that her sister is still watching over her. Wow. So that's it. I love all the ghost stories that you all send I in. I know. What a good way to start our October month. Yeah. And we've still got plenty of ghost stories in our inbox where we stopped doing the Tuesday episode. Yeah, so don't get worried if we haven't read yours yet. We will get to it. Yeah, I was thinking we could probably add one or two on to our episodes yeah. in the month of October, especially. Oh, yeah. We can just like put one at the beginning or the sure. end. Sure. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. Happy October. Oh my gosh. Happy spooky month. We love you <laughs> so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.